Hello, listeners. Hello, God. Hello, Jesus. Hello, Holy Spirit. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to Pastor Jerry and Pastor Bob, two fine teachers. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. I attended a theological learning last night, and this is what I learned. A Christian desires to talk with Jesus. A Christian talks about Jesus. A Christian desires to be a disciple. You will never learn enough. That is why it is called eternity. When people see us, they should see a pureness of heart. They should see in us a hunger for Christ. Believe in Jesus Christ. Being born again is scary enough, but without the Holy Spirit, you will not and cannot understand God. Think of yourself as a tree. When you are watered by the Holy Spirit, fruit comes. If you are in the Lord's hands, you will be protected. You must put God on the throne of your life. We stumble less and less every day. God gives us trials to make us grow. The unrighteous get trials so that they are driven to Christ. The righteous get trials that make us grow. Matthew 21, it talks about the tale of two sons. Obedience to service. Love is an action word. We need to love others. Okay. If God were to tell you to go today, stop everything and go work in the vineyards, would you? The vineyard represents the people. Listeners, 
We can't just work where we want to work. We can't just do what we want to do. We must wait on the Lord to direct us. Here's some provoking thoughts. God allows circumstances. And with circumstances, God is saying, let me lead. Sonship is tested. Actions speak louder than words. Everything is in God's time. We all have spiritual gifts. We are mere instruments that God uses for his glory. God is in control and that knowledge should free you. God sends each of us people. Anyone who has not experienced church does not know God. So please, listeners, anyone you know who has not ever gone to church, who does not go to church now, please have them listen to this podcast because because God wants them to know him. To survive in this world, you must have the personal relationship with God. God will not use you until he is in close relationship with you. You are ready when the Lord knows you are ready to do what he wants you to do. I'll repeat that. You are ready when the Lord knows you are ready to do what he wants you to do. Amen. And Luke 8, verses 16 to 18. No one after lighting a lamp puts it under their bed. A lamp is meant for a lamp stand so that the light can shine and those who enter its presence can see the light. Luke 11 verse 33 to 36 A lamp is used so you can see. Jesus is the light of the world. Hence, moonlight. Hence, sunshine. When the Lord sees us, he wants to see Jesus Christ. And our light is for other people. Wow. When people see us, 
they should want to ask, what do you have that makes you different? And our reply will be, the Lord. We are not trees, so our light is our fruit. A Christian asks, is the world a better place because of me? We are ambassadors for Christ. They will know we are Christians by our love. We are the salt of the earth. And what do we use salt for? To sweeten so that things taste better. So sprinkle your salt to influence the world. Salt is being meek and mild. The world needs light because it is dark. Light is spread by what we say And your life is poor because you are living in sin. Amen. Stay right there. I'll be right back. And I'm going to read the parable, The Good Samaritan. Stay right there. Being born again means we are infants. The parable of the Good Samaritan is located in Luke chapter 10. And a denarii is a day's wage. A Samaritan is a despised group of people. And you must know that even the despised can be good. Samaritans would intermarry with Gentiles. Here's the parable of the Good Samaritan. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? And so he answered God and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered rightly. Do this and you will live. But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, Who is my neighbor? Then Jesus answered and said, This is the parable. A certain man went down to Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among the thieves 
who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine, and he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. So which of these do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, He who showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. Amen. The one who you despise and hate the most is your neighbor. We travel from Jerusalem to Jericho. The priest walked by, the Levite passed by because they were afraid to touch the unclean. If you see an animal in a ditch, you must help that animal. Is where you are going or what you are doing more important than helping someone? If you have a relationship with the Lord, you will stop and help someone. Ouch. What will you do to have eternal life? Are you a good neighbor? In 1 John 3, verse 18, we are learning the words of truth, action and doing, obedience and action. And in closing that, a theologian is a doctor of the soul. A doctor is a doctor of the physical body. Same number of years of training is required. A man should not be considered educated unless he has been educated in the scriptures.
Relying on Jesus is not weakness. It is a strength. Amen. Stay right there. Be right back with more from the Bible. While reading the Bible, you might ask yourself, how can I rightly comprehend God's truth? Whenever God speaks to us, his first goal is that we comprehend the truth. He desires that we fully understand his meaning. God has given his Holy Spirit to each one of us. As believers, we can have a personal relationship with the Father because the Spirit lives within us. He knows the mind of God perfectly, and He communicates to our spirit its truth that God wants us to hear. He wants us to grow in three primary areas. He wants us to grow in the truth about Himself. God wants us to grasp His majesty, His holiness, his power, his love, his grace, and his joy. When we begin to comprehend these mighty truths about the person of God, we find our lives enriched, enabled, and energized. Paul wrote that his ultimate aim in life was to know Christ. God wants us to grow in the truth about ourselves. God wants us to realize our part in his eternal plan. But most of all, he wants us to know our position in Christ. Since we are the one with him, all of his divine privileges become ours. His righteousness is ours because he abides in us. We can appropriate his wisdom and sanctification because we belong to him. Our names are written in the Lamb's book of life, and this ensures our eternal status as God's children. God wants us to grow in the truth about other people. God wants us to view people as his chosen instruments and his creations. Some years ago, God began sifting me, sanding me, and pruning me until I thought nothing would be left. A friend walked with me through this deep valley. Sometimes my words may have seemed harsh, but he never reacted. He would just say, I understand. What can I do to help? He never rejected me or showed disappointment. He never angrily admonished me. When I poured out my feelings to him, he just loved me. He laughed with me and patiently listened to me. Though his unwavering love, or through his unwavering love, we developed an unbreakable bond of deep friendship 
that strengthened my intimacy with God. When we begin to understand the truth of who God is and gain a better understanding of ourselves as well as others, we become thoroughly equipped to be fruitful, to be productive, and to be servants on earth. Amen. I love, love, love to learn about the Word of God. I never get tired of hearing the Word of God. I never get tired of talking about God. I never get tired of anything that is from God. Think about it. God's way day by day. Jesus is the cornerstone of our peace. Psalm 145, Psalm 143, 8. Cause me to know the way in which I should walk, for I lift up my soul to you. If a three-legged stool has one leg that is longer or shorter than the others, the stool is out of balance. It is unstable. God's desire for you is that you be emotionally stable consistent, reliable, and even in your temperament. He desires for your physical needs to be satisfied. He desires for your spiritual life to be balanced and growing. His will is never for one of his children to be on an emotional, physical, or spiritual roller coaster of extreme highs and lows. Rather, he desires that you be in balance and that you be able to confront both positive and negative situations with a consistency of joy, a consistency of love, and a consistency of peace. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead, for I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind, thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, Though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know. 
But when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. Wow. Thank you for coming to pray with me today, listeners. We just got these blessings started. You are blessed. If you have time, rewind and listen to this podcast again. That's if you have time for the Lord. Ponder on the things that you heard. And God always keeps it simple. We are to let our light shine. And light always attracts darkness. But that's what we're to do. We are to help end the darkness in this world. Amen. Bye for now.